ओम श्री साईराम ऑफरिंग मोस्ट हम्बल प्रणाम्स एट द डिवाइन लोटस फीट ऑफ अवर एवर प्रेजेंट लॉर्ड इन वोकिंग भगवान्स बेनिडिक्शन फॉर टुडे सत्संग डियर लिजनर्स माई लविंग साईराम टू ऑल ऑफ यू ओम सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीरकवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मिद्विषावै ओ शातिशाशा हरी ओं तत्सत् श्री साईश्वरापणमस्तु इन अवर स्टडी ऑफ गुरुस्त्रम we have completed the first five verses and we are into the study of the sixth verse we shall now listen to all the six verses and then quickly see the meaning and explanation of these shlokas akhanda mandalakaram चराचर तत्पद दर्शित we have seen the first verse speaks about the highest vision of vedanta which is oneness of entire existence 
and this state is what is revealed to the disciple by the guru for which the disciple bows down to the sadguru in the second verse as we saw the reason as to why we are not able to comprehend this oneness is explained that is the entire cycle of ignorance is explained and the disciple says that it is the guru who removed this ignorance by giving self knowledge to the disciple and the third verse extols the guru as both saguna brahman and nirguna brahman so when the disciple says i salute my guru who is brahma vishnu maheshwara it means he is god of religion he is the saguna brahman ishvara with attributes as we all know the nirguna nirakara brahman the unchanging supreme reality along with the power of maya with predominance of satvaguna becomes ishvara and then this ishvara projects this world the jagat and ishvara we should always realize that is not under the spell of maya whereas the jiva and jagat or maya dhina they are under the spell of maya while ishvara whose power projects this world he is maya dhisha and that is why it is very essential for us to surrender to this ishvara if we have to realize the supreme reality and guru is hailed as the trinity brahma because it is the guru who ignites the spark of spirituality in us and he is the vishnu because he sustains he nourishes he protects our spiritual thirst spiritual fire and he also protects in the path of this spirituality and also he is the maheshwara who destroys ignorance in us and that is why he is called brahma vishnu maheshwara and not only that he is the absolute indivisible truth the akhanda mandalakara absolute truth that is what this verse says so guru is both nirguna brahman as well as saguna brahman which means as swami says the highest guru is god himself the param guru is god himself and this should be the attitude of the disciple towards the guru only then surrender to the guru is possible on the part of the disciple that is the deeper meaning of this verse then as we saw the fourth and the fifth verses speak of guru as the consciousness the awareness that pervades this entire universe and also the three worlds he is the chaitanya see since guru is this awareness himself who pervades everything see if we see the lives of sages and seers enlightened masters and realized souls we can easily make out that all these people feel one with creation and there is no distinction for them their love for plants animals birds and beings is always the same 
and we have seen this abundantly in the life of bhagwan isn't it there are legendary stories of bhagwan's love for sai geeta the cows of gokulam the deers the parrots and also inanimate objects once bhagwan had got some sarees for distribution to lady devotees and some of the sarees which were not so good were kept aside by bhagwan and after some time the devotee points to seeping of some water from the box where these sarees are kept and asks bhagwan what is the reason for this then bhagwan immediately says these sarees felt bad that i have discarded them they are feeling so sad that they are crying and that's why there is water seeping out from these sarees and this is the sensitivity that the guru has towards everything even inanimate objects and this is what we learn from these two verses where the disciple says i bow down to my guru who is the all pervading awareness then we were into the study of the sixth verse which says sarva shruti shiro ratna virajita padambujaha padambujaha the lotus feet of the guru virajita they are radiant with what sarva shruti shiro ratna sarva shruti means all the vedas the shiras of the vedas is the upanishads the vedanta ratna the crest jewel in this crown of the vedas are nothing but the mahavakyas of the upanishads and guru's feet are adorned with these highest scriptural teachings it means the guru is the living embodiment of scriptural teachings and that is why he alone can simplify the teachings of vedanta for us as shri kasturi ji would beautifully say bhagwan's every word is a mantra every phrase is a sutra every sentence a gayatri and every discourse an upanishad and bhagwan has explained these teachings to us in the form of chinnakathas parables and simple analogies so that we can remember the teachings and practice that is the greatness of the sadguru then the second line says vedantambuja suryoyaha the guru is the sun in whose presence the lotus of vedanta blooms in the heart of the disciple it means without the grace of the guru the study of vedanta is not possible for the disciple and that is the grace of the guru that protects the disciple speaking about the greatness of guru there is this beautiful verse from shvetashvatara upanishad which says yasya deve para bhaktihi yatha deve tatha gurau tasya ite katitah arthaha prakashante mahatmanaha it means the highest truths of the scriptures they shine forth in all their splendor in whom to the great soul who cultivates the same intensity of devotion to his guru to his preceptor as to god 
and in this context bhagwan narrated the story of intense devotion of one of the disciples of acharya shankara namely shri padma pada in one of the guru purnima discourses the story narrated by bhagwan goes like this shri shankara acharya had five disciples and one of them was very pure hearted while other disciples were keenly studying the shastras the upanishads and other texts from the guru this particular disciple was always interested in serving the guru one day acharya shankara was teaching these disciples the principles of logic nyaya shastra and one of them was primarily concerned with service to the guru that is the disciple that bhagwan is speaking about and this disciple regarded himself as a dasa of the guru and he was engaged in gathering the clothes of the guru after morning ablutions taking them to ganga washing them and drying them and bringing them back to the ashram for the guru thus when he was totally involved in attending to the personal needs of the guru and once when he washed guru's clothes chanting all the while the name of his guru then what happens is on his way back from the other bank of the river to the ashram he realizes that the river ganga is in spate and as he was crossing the river the water rose up to the level of his neck He then looked around but he had no fear whether the swelling waters would wash him away the only worry he had was as to how to take the clothes to the guru even at the cost of his life so placing the bundle of clothes on his head and chanting the name of the guru swami says this disciple continues wading through the river and because of his intense devotion to his guru at every step he took there was a lotus shaped stone on which he could easily place his foot and thereby he earns the name padma pada and he is famously known by this name and acharya shankara then calls him and imparts all the teachings to him and he even tells this disciple service to the guru is a great virtue you have adored the guru as god and guru represents the divine trinity brahma vishnu maheshwara and also the supreme self so this is the greatness of devotion and service to the highest guru and now we shall listen to the seventh verse and see its meaning chaitanya shashrata shanto vyomati toniranjana bindunada kalatita tasmai shri so as we can see in this verse the disciple offers his salutations to the guru who is of the nature of let's go by these words one by one the first word is chaitanya chaitanya as we all know is the all pervading consciousness or awareness which is chit 
in Satchit Ananda. So the second word is Shashvataha. Shashvataha, as we know, means that which is permanent, that which is eternal. So what does Shashvata mean in this verse? Guru is not only Chaitanya, he is also Shashvata. It means he is the truth, the existence being Sat, the intrinsic existence, the absolute truth, which offers or which lends existence to everything in the creation. So Guru is this unchanging principle. Then Shanta. Shanta means peace as we all know. But here Shanta means bliss or Ananda because the state of peace comes from the state of happiness, isn't it? So Guru is Sat Chit Ananda is what is meant here. And what is the importance of Guru being Sat Chit Ananda? What is its relevance to the disciple? See, all of us, as we have studied previously also, have three fundamental desires. Everyone wants to live forever in this body, isn't it? Nobody wants to die. Even the most sick person in the ICU bed, he wants to live. And even a person who is depressed, if the cause of the depression is removed, then he won't think of committing suicide. So everyone wants to live. And this fundamental desire is called Jiji Visha, holding on to this particular body. Then all of us want to have more and more knowledge. This is called Jignasa. That is why you know, even at advanced age, people want to learn new subjects, new languages and want to add degrees to their names. This is Jignasa. This is a basic fundamental desire in all of us. The third one is everyone wants to enjoy the world and thereby be happy. It is called Bhubuksha. This we have seen already. See, and all these things we seek always permanence. Everyone wants permanent health, permanent wealth, permanence in relationships, in job, in profession, in home, everything we seek permanence. That is because our nature is of permanence, isn't it? Shashvata. That is why it is natural that we seek permanence in everything. But what the Guru says is, he being the eternal existence himself, what he is reminding the disciple is, you are looking for this permanence in wrong places, in the places which are impermanent by themselves. Because no one wants to say, I will suffer from ill health for a few days and then I will gain good health. No, we want to be healthy all the time. And nobody says, I don't mind being a pauper for a couple of months and then I will make money. No, we want permanent wealth. And I will hate somebody and then start loving. No, this is not the way. We look at relationships. We want permanent love in all of our relationships. But the Guru is telling us you are looking for that in the wrong avenues of the world. So he being permanence by himself, his nature being Shashvata, he is the only one who can teach this to us. 
that is the meaning of this line chaitanyaha shashvataha also shantaha that is what the guru is then vyomatito vyomatito means the one who is beyond space vyoma means space which is one of the five great elements the panchamaha bhutas so the guru is not only sachidananda but he is the subtlest of all that is what is meant by this word vyomatita see if we look at the five great elements in the order of gross to subtle the first one is earth which has got five properties which is form taste touch sound and smell then comes water devoid of smell which has only four properties while fire exhibits only three properties form touch and sound subtler than fire is air which has only two properties which are sound and touch whereas the last one space akasha has only one property which is sound that is sound travels through this space and akasha is the subtlest of all and it is also all pervading that's why it is said avakashatvat akashaha that which accommodates everything that which pervades everything so akasha is the subtlest of all the five elements and subtler than akasha is our mind which is a part of the subtle body as we all know subtler than mind is the hiranyagarbha hiranyagarbha means the cosmic mind to which all the minds of all the jivas are connected but subtler than hiranyagarbha in vedanta is avyakta avyakta means ishvara the mind of saguna brahman god but subtler than ishvara or avyakta is the unchanging brahman or atman and guru is that brahman that is what is meant by vyomatitaha so guru being the subtlest of all he is complete by himself he is ever fulfilled and that is why he is able to impart the knowledge of the subtlest which is atman to us and then niranjanaha niranjanaha means the one who is beyond impurities the one who is blemishless spotless or taintless see as we all know our gross body has impurities the mind the subtle body also has impurities in the form of arishadvargas the six inner enemies then the causal body again has impurities then the buddhi has impurities in the form of kartrutva bhoktrutva juvaship the enjoyership ahankara mamakara ainas and minus and again the causal body has impurities in the form of vasanas whereas guru is beyond these impurities it means guru is beyond all the three bodies the sthula the sukshma and karana sharira it means he is the enliviner of all the three bodies he is the illuminer and he is not the illumined so the superimposition will not affect the guru what is superimposition as we have studied in tatva bodha 
the snake is superimposed on the rope that's how the rope is mistaken for the snake similarly the mirage is the superimposition in the desert sand and it appears as water to us so this super the guru is not deluded by any of these superimpositions he is like the screen on which every movie is being played so just as rain in the movie doesn't wet the screen and just as fire in the movie does not burn the screen an inch the guru is unaffected by the happenings in the world and therefore he is niranjana he is beyond impurities and therefore he alone can bring about purity in our minds that is the deeper meaning of this verse see for us to undertake meditation the mind has to be purified first and tamoguna has to be transformed it has to be conquered and this is possible by the practice of karma yoga as we have studied and then the mind has to be focused once it is purified chitta ekagrata is brought about by bhakti yoga dhyana yoga and this is what the guru teaches us and then the rajoguna can be conquered through this upasana and once the rajoguna and tamoguna decrease in us we become sattva pradhana and sattva pradhana comes from purity of the mind and the guru being the purest of all himself can give us this purity also sattva pradhana then must be transformed into vishuddha sattva the purest form of sattva and only the mind with vishuddha sattva can enter into samadhi avastha in meditation and guru alone can bring about this state in the disciple and the disciple salutes such a guru then the second line says guru is bindu nada kalatitaha bindu means dot nada sound kala form so the guru is beyond the dot the sound and the form that is what is said here see in yogic science creation happens in the order of bindu nada and kala when the disciple salutes the guru as bindu nada kalatitah the one who is beyond this dot sound and form it means the guru is beyond creation it means guru is the changeless principle of brahman therefore guru is birthless guru is aja he is beyond creation and that is why the guru alone can teach the knowledge of brahman to the disciple and to such a guru the disciple offers salutations this is the meaning of this verse one of the deeper meanings of this verse where the guru is hailed as niranjana the spotless one the blemishless one is also since guru himself is devoid of all kinds of impurities he even regards the disciple as such 
therefore there is no concept of sinner in our sanatana dharma as this verse from the ninth chapter of the bhagavad gita explains apichetsu duracharu bhajate mam ananya bhak sadhureva samantavyah samyak vyavasito hi saha it means even if the most sinful worships me with single pointed unswerving devotion even such a person should indeed be regarded as the most righteous one and the lord says because he is rightly res- resolved it seems he has it means he has reformed himself and therefore he is no more a sinner once he develops devotion to god once he develops devotion to guru and that is why the guru considers the disciple also as niranjana this is the greatness of the guru and we can all recollect that bhagwan would often address as divyatma swarupalara embodiments of divine atman and this is it for the day we shall conclude with shanti mantra om asatoma sadgamaya tamasoma jyotirgamaya mrityurma amritangamaya Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Tat Sat Shri Sai Shwarar Panamastu I am grateful to Bhagwan my sincere thanks to team Radio Sai and every one of you Jai Sai Ram